0: I want to read to you from uh, First Timothy chapter 2, just a few verses, and um, explain a few words to you this afternoon. We read in 1 Timothy 2 I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty for this is good and acceptable in the sight of our god of god our savior who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth and so on now i want us to think this uh, today on that phrase first of all Probably uh, the key and foremost New Testament passage about prayer meetings is is this one that we have just read together. And so I want to take uh, a little time now and maybe in future as well to concentrate on this passage uh, in future uh, messages and uh, to um, look at what, what the Apostle Paul is meaning here. So uh, for in order to understand uh, what the Apostle Paul is saying to Timothy as the lead pastor of the uh, church or churches at Ephesus, uh, all of these themes are worth exploring. For example, why does Paul say, first of all, uh, when it comes to praying, uh, what is supplications or what are supplications or prayers or intercessions and giving of thanks? What does it mean to, to pray for all people? Uh, how do we pray for kings and all that are in authority? Uh, what's the point of bringing up the idea of that we may live a quiet and peaceable life in uh, godliness and honesty? What are we to understand? Uh, God's stated desire for all men to be saved. What does that mean? Uh, Why does Paul uh, bring up God being one and Christ being the one mediator as relevant to prayer? It is in the context of prayer that he's saying this. How does the gospel and its proclamation have any bearing on prayer? Um, Why do the subject of anger or Quarrel later on uh, in the passage and the lifting up of holy hands come up in the reference to prayer Well, one of the most essential of the points mentioned is to understand why paul begins where he begins with those first three words first of all <coughs> excuse me we hear people speak of priorities Someone might say, well, I've got to get back to focusing on my priorities and stop being diverted by uh, this or that, the preferral things. But did you know that the origin of that English word, the meaning uh, of the word uh, for priorities, do you know where it comes from? Uh, It was never in a plural Fashion. It wasn't about things, my priorities. It was always used in singular. It was the word which uh, one used in order to talk about uh, that one thing which was to be regarded as the priority, uh, the one vital thing, uh, the most important thing. So, when Paul says here, first of all, he means something like that. And so he says um, in in his book, this is the top shelf matter. Uh, The primary components of public worship, dear friends, include two things preaching and prayer. And and the, uh, the apostle is emphasizing the importance of. Sound doctrine in, in the previous chapter in chapter one uh, of First Timothy. He his uh, charges Timothy to teach only the Word of God. Uh, he, he also discusses his own ministry and the and that he's entrusted with this gospel message. And now he's shifting focus in this chapter two. He shifts focus to the second component, and that is prayer. And he encourages the practice of prayer. This this should be the lifeblood of the Uh, The church, Uh, this is the lifeline for the believer. Uh, Now, do we really take this seriously? The impact of Paul's stressing, first of all, when it comes to praying. And Paul is not writing to Timothy about his personal life or his own uh, prayer life, uh, nor was he telling Timothy to preach on prayer so that the saints at Ephesus would give attention to it in in their own um, sort of individual lives. No, uh, this is about the church praying together and And Paul has written to the church's pastor in order to urge him to make sure that the church pray, the, the church prays together. The whole letter is about church life togetherness is about corporate life so it's just, it's, I, I exhort as a as a foremost priority or as the primary focus out of all the things he he wishes to convey this was the most crucial or it, it was what he desired most for, uh, from others this doesn't solely pertain to the timing of prayer Emphasizing that it should occur early in the morning or as as the very first act before anything else. It's not saying the first thing you do, this is what you have to do. No, no, that's not the emphasis here. Although that that would be a good thing. That would be a right thing. Um, And uh, we read in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 4 and verse 31. And when they had prayed, uh, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were fi- all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake uh, the word of God with boldness. Uh, difference. it's saying prayer should be a central part of your life, and that should be the central part of the church's life. You should pray often and consistently, that's what it's saying. Prayer is not something that uh, we do to to merely open and close a worship service. No, in fact, if those are the only times when we pray as a church, it becomes questionable whether we are really even praying at all. Are we merely uh, treating prayer like a spice on our food, a little something to add a, a touch of flavor to make it taste genuinely religious? And this renders our prayers quite empty of reality so prayer must not be something that we only hasten to do when a crisis arises or when some pressing need comes up we live in a world of crisis Uh, we are always at war dear friends we are always at war Uh, we are always in the fight Uh, life is a spiritual warfare so let us never cease praying we are in this spiritual battle so must always be praying as a church i was so encouraged uh, last night in our prayer meetings at at our midweek prayer meeting uh our prayer meeting has more than tripled in size since two three years ago um and there was no gaps left there was one man after another just seeking the lord crying out to god and there were people Who were praying more than once? Uh, Some people just prayed two or three sentences, but pleading with God for individuals. And I believe that any kind of blessing we are experiencing and what you're experiencing is because God graciously is answering prayer. So, should we not put that as priority? I said the last time I said that uh, we should approach the Lord very differently to the way we approach uh, one another or other people. So, maybe somebody uh, in your life has been a blessing to you they have provided for you some help and you're hesitant you say i don't really want to bother you but could you help me with this again we don't need to hesitate about asking of the lord we can say with the psalmist because uh, lord thou hast blessed me before i'm coming back again and again and again that's the attitude so we must be Always be praying as, as God's people. We, we must be always be praying as a church for, for each other, for the lost, for the gospel work, for our government, uh, and, and even for the governing authorities of uh, those in our nations and other nations. Uh, Paul is saying, pray. First of all, you ought to pray. And he's writing to his church, he's writing to his people, make it a priority. All year long, spring, summer, autumn, winter, all holidays uh, at all times. We need to pray together. Uh, a, a few weeks ago when I was having just a week's holiday, we came to our prayer meeting, midweek prayer meeting. And people said to us, Pastor, you're on holiday. I said, yes, I'm on holiday, but there's a prayer meeting. We never are on holiday. We never take break from... Praying together and coming together to pray. There is no break. Um, and because Satan is never taking break. It, Satan is not on holiday. The lost are going headlong to their destruction. That doesn't stop. And uh, and I need a fellowship with God. I don't want a break in my fellowship with God. So let us be praying, dear friends. We prayed this morning as, as I uh, went out to uh, preach in the open air in just the center of our town, and we prayed, Lord, send us the right person. Send us right people to come and hear the word of God. And the, the, the place was empty, it seemed to us. But as I began to set up the table with some books and Bibles and so on, a, a lady came. She was on the phone. She said, look, this might be a sign. Uh, there are Bibles here. Maybe God is telling me something. And she was talking to, to her friend on the phone. As I was still, I had not put the Bibles out there. Just There was just one out. And she said, can I take something? This must be God speaking to me. And I said, of course, God is speaking to you. And uh, I gave her a Bible and and uh, other literature and and but the place was empty i didn't know i don't know what where she came from then then again we prayed uh, lord help us to preach faithfully but bring people and but there was hardly anybody about and then i had i had put our board with scripture text in front of a shop where i thought it had closed up it was a gambling shop that had been bordered up and everything and as I began to preach, these workmen opened the door. The workmen were inside. I didn't see them. And they came and they were having their cigarettes and they were um, having, uh, sitting down right in front of us. And they were mocking and laughing and uh, and so on and swearing, some of them. But they all listened uh, because they couldn't go in until their cigarette was finished. So I, I thought I've got two or three minutes here. And, and so... We, we, I preached to them, and some of them really sobered up. They stopped mocking, and they listened. But I didn't know they were, they were working in that shop. But well, we prayed, Lord, bring in the right people, and they were the only ones who actually we had captivated audience for a number of minutes, and they kept coming out for more cigarettes. And uh, and so uh, I started preaching to them again, and um, so. We have no idea when we pray, we have no idea what the Lord's plan is. But one thing we are sure, God answers prayer. So be encouraged. Be encouraged and seek the Lord together uh, today and uh, be assured. Pray with expectation. Be assured that God will answer this prayer. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know where. But the Lord will answer prayer. May God bless you.